educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Yeah, we'll see about the entertaining part of this uh, show today when you hear the weather reports. So anyway, I don't know how entertaining uh, that will be. But anyway, thanks for tuning in on this uh, this lovely Thursday afternoon. And boy, it's getting nasty out there. The wet, I, I I only have a block to walk from my office to my to my car to my apartment, and and I've got a heavy coat. It's like I I I mentioned some words i can't say on the air when that wind smacked me in the face but anyway it is 509 on thursday january 11th uh coming up in just a moment on today's show it is the lincoln business roundtable with mr todd ogden uh and then later uh after the break after the news break at the bottom of the hour we'll be joined by amy Tabor uh from open harvest uh, co-op grocery so that's the show today thanks for tuning in and before we go any further though say hello to mr johnny cadillac producer extraordinaire dan i'm gonna respectfully disagree with you all righty fire Cons- away considering who your guest right now is alone and the rest of the show, I guarantee it's going to be entertaining. <laughs> well, uh, yes. Uh, I Thank you. It absolutely will. Uh, but, yeah, just a little uh, weather update. Uh, we are under a winter storm warning. Remains in effect until 9 o'clock. Uh, tomorrow, 9 p.m. tomorrow, uh, wind chill advisory remains in effect from midnight tonight till noon tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, what to expect? The winter storm warning, heavy snow expected. Uh, total snow accumulations between 4 and 6 inches. Winds gusting as high as 35 miles per hour. And uh, for the first wind chill advisory, very cold wind chills expected uh, as low as 20 below. That's why we live in this beautiful state, so we have the variety. But anyway, hello, Mr. Todd Ogden, the president and CEO of Downtown Lincoln Association. Hi, Dan. Hi, Johnny Cadillac. Glad to be back. Yeah, thanks for trudging through the winter weather to get to the studio. It always brightens our day to see your lovely face. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> I walked all the way from downtown, so it's, yeah, it's good exercise. Yeah, darn right. Yeah, it don't could be little, it could, and it will yeah. be <laughs> by Sunday. Yeah. Um, so yes, every Thursday, as I think our listeners know, it's the Lincoln Business Roundtable. We talk to the newsmakers, the thought leaders. People that make a difference in our business community, and Mr. Todd Ogden is kind enough to lend us his time once a month to tell us what's going on in downtown Lincoln and surrounding uh, metropolitan area. So, uh, Todd, uh, you have a big announcement to use, uh, today. Uh, we're going to break some news here on the Dan Parsons Show. Yeah, so today, um, you had Senator Bozin on, was that yesterday? Just last night. Yeah, yeah. last night. So, um, she is a member, amongst other um, senators, including Senator Wishart, Senator Ballard, Senator Bostar is the chair of that group, of course, and... Uh, of Assemble of Lincoln. Of Assemble Lincoln, mm-hmm. which is a committee within the county um, to... 
get this convention center built. And um, that group met today. And Legends is now, as they announced last time, Legends is the official consultant mm-hmm. for this group. And, and Paula Ports is um, the kind of the same leader that did the same thing with the arena. Yeah. And today they voted on um, approval of an RFP process. Okay. So uh, the RFP will be um, posted tomorrow. So um, developers and um, landowners will be able to officially start their RFP process for this arena. And that will close on leap year day. So, oh, so um, just... Uh- a few weeks away. Yeah, so end of February. Um, so over the next couple of months, we'll have um, hopefully is a ton of submittals downtown of places where this convention center can go. And I'm um, just really pleased with uh, that whole group on Assemble Lincoln and having the senators and having um, uh, you know other members really look out for a smooth process. And now with Legends on there, just it's it's been really cool to see and excited uh, that the ball keeps rolling on this. And um, I've said it before, we know downtown needs a convention center. We know this uh, city, county, state needs this. So um, looking forward to getting this thing built. Uh, remind our listeners i mean there have been some there have been several uh lo- possible locations identified uh we're, we're not limited to those uh identified locations uh, correct do you want to talk about any of those locations just to give our listeners an idea of some possible locations of a uh, of a uh, yeah the, of the convention center. So just uh, to update on the process, so this RFP is the next step. The first step was an RFLI, which was a request for land interest. The reason that went out um, for the consultants was to make sure if you have this thing, you want to make sure you have space for it. So you wanted to have landowners um, show we have interest in um, the site being built here, and there were four official um, submittals for that, and that was um, the Golds project um in the golds Mm -hmm. building uh a surety next to huddle um Mm -hmm. on wrk space there and next to the corn husker so those four said Mm -hmm. we would be interested so there's four spaces right there Mm -hmm. um and now with the rfp that opens it up for anybody to kind of officially apply for that site and that includes um public space as well so you could see kind of more come from that so looking forward to see how that process rolls out and um yeah, get this out there to start building. You know, it's such an exciting project, and I know our listeners are familiar with it because we've talked about it here on the show, not only with you, but Jeff Mall and and some state senators, uh, of course, the county board. Uh, we've talked about it because this is a, it's going to be a public-private partnership. Uh, no one's going to uh, have all of the, but it will be owned by the county. Do I have that? Correct. Yes, it has to be publicly owned yes. um, for this process. Um, and yeah, so that that's how it would be. So that's why the request for landers' interest would say, okay, this is our land. You know, you could build, you know, around it or above it, but mm-hmm. it, it will be publicly owned. Okay. Okay. And likely, you know, the process of operating it would be, um, you know, that's further down the line. But sure. Typically, like the arena, they yeah. um, have a private contract with a um, operator mm-hmm. um, and who. Who runs that? So mm-hmm. ASM Global right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's an exciting project, and uh, yeah, it's something that uh, we need in this city. Uh, it's we're missing out. Yeah, I mean, for downtown Lincoln, this has been a priority for us for a long time, and I wholeheartedly believe that the impact it'll have on our, especially our small businesses downtown, is even greater than the arena. Um, 
you know, they have different benefits. But for us, the amount of support you get by having people coming in during the week. Yes, during uh, the day. During the day, mm-hmm. uh, multiple days. Because mm-hmm. uh, we have people still building hotels downtown. Yes, I And I don't want to turn down <laughs> hotels. But if you don't want to turn down hotels, let's figure out ways to fill more people in there. And there's no better way to do that than get... Uh, convention center um, to bring that in there. So that that's exciting. Again, like even just with Pershing, when that was there, to see the amount of activity you had, the future farmers coming in there and how they supported our small businesses and our retailers, and um, just having that activity is huge because downtown spread out. We're eight to five now. We're twenty four seven. Yeah. And with it spread out that much, you want more bumps, and that's what the convention center will bring. Mm-hmm. So it gives you the those bumps in downtown that um, we love. And and those people attending those conferences during the day when they have breaks, they need to eat, they need to drink, they need, they want to shop, they want to experience the local cuisine, the local uh, community. Absolutely, they need it all, and we have it all for nice. them. Nice, yeah. Well, that's exciting. Um, what does this weather uh, impact uh, the Downtown Lincoln Association? Because I know you have crews that uh, clean sidewalks and. Yeah, I, we have a wonderful maintenance crew that takes uh, care of our landscape downtown, and they're responsible for the uh, all the intersections when uh, those are plowed and the um, ADA ramps. Yep. And they have to do it multiple times because we have we come out there, the streets get plowed, then we got to do it again, and you know, there's really no way around it unless we you know had dumpsters take out snow and move them somewhere else. But there, uh, it's huge shout out to Brian and his crew. They yeah. do such a good job of getting out there, and I see it. I see it. Yeah. Every day. I feel it. super guilty. Um, just yeah. So I I helped out for like ten minutes. So um, hopefully that's enough to not feel guilty. But it's not enough. They're out there for hours. Wow. Well, yeah, and especially in this weather. Well, uh, let's take a little break, Todd, and come back and continue this conversation. Come on back, folks. Todd Ogden uh, from Downtown Lincoln Association. Come on back. Make sure the headlights are on. If you come across anything that gets in your way, call the traffic hotline 402-479-1414. That's another check of your time saver traffic. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Buckle up, buttercups. It's going to get even colder, I'll tell you what. I'm seeing the weather. Uh, yeah, uh, Sunday is going to be brutal. So, anyway... Um, that's why we live in this beautiful state. So we have variety. Because a few weeks ago, we were, you know, comfortable in our shirt sleeves. And we Todd, were. Todd Ogden, uh, Downtown Lincoln Association, you're nodding your head like you're trying to agree with me. Yeah. Because we like to lift up instead of tear down here. Always. And, and I'm not going to tear down Nebraska weather. No. Because it makes us hardy. You don't get the good without the bad. <laughs> Well, welcome back. Uh, it is the Lincoln Business Roundtable. Let me tell you what's coming up after the news break at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Amy Tabor, uh, General Manager of Open Harvest Co-op Grocery, uh, is going to join uh, the conversation here with me and Todd. And I think Amy's bringing along uh, her marketing person. And so we'll have a conversation about the expanded footprint of the Downtown Lincoln Association, which includes uh, uh, the Telegraph District. Yeah, absolutely. When we found out Open Harvest is going in, we had to make sure that was officially part of downtown Lincoln. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, Todd, uh, the city is still a buzz about uh, the Nebraska basketball team knocking off the number one team in America, the Purdue Boilermakers, the other night. And uh, somebody told me that you were there. I was there. Yeah, my brother gave me a last minute ticket. So shout out to Aaron. And uh, I'm, I was happy to be there. It was 
the first game I've been to that they've ever rushed the court. Nice. When we ever, be- even in high school or uh, ever. Ever. I was in the, I was, I, I'm uh, a new grad and I went to all the basketball games when I was in school and uh, there was no reason. There to... was no reason. Um, <laughs> they, it was, uh, it was tough. But yeah, here we did rush the ice uh, when uh, Nebraska beat Wisconsin uh, to go to the tournament. Uh, that was the big win there. So that was kind of fun. So I was at the rail at yard. At the rail yard. I yes. was there too. Yes. <laughs> so that was, I was up on the rail. Yes. yes so was, was I. So we were probably right next to each we, other. We, we didn't even been. know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was there. This was, it, it was amazing to see. And especially for me, amazing to see after it because it, it's a weekday. It's cold. It's uh, snowy. People want to get home. They didn't go home. They partied. Traditionally, uh, you know, people, typically leave they're out of there and yeah. it makes me so mad it's like you have to stay downtown we, we try to trap people downtown when you're here you stay um and they did like the bars were packed um the restaurants had people there and that's what we want so having people excited and giving them something um to root for to hope um it's it's uh contagious and it's great for downtown so i was super happy uh it was just it was a fun thing a great thing for our downtown and of course a great thing for our city and state yeah no, it was, it was incredible. One of the things I found humorous, I was watching <clears throat> some of the clips after the after the game and the uh, Purdue coach, I don't even know his name. I don't know. Painter? Yes, he's a big deal. Yeah. Wasn't such a big deal the other night, though. No. Um, and uh, uh, he was griping about uh, people rushing the uh, storm in the court. And uh, he, 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 he went on to say, you know, the Big Ten's got to do something about this. Somebody's going to get hurt. And the next, literally the next clip I saw, uh, whatever I was watching, I'd probably Twitter or TikTok or something, uh, was Matt Rule <laughs> storming the court. With his kids. <laughs> With his kids. Uh, and uh, and Trev Alberts was uh, right in that same frame, too. It's like, well, uh, the athletic director didn't seem to have, or the head football coach didn't seem to have much problem uh, with uh, Storm in court. So anyway, uh, nobody got hurt. No, it was, it was very respectful. Seemed like it was very yeah. orderly. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> anyway, yes, that that was a remarkable moment. And uh, yeah, I was thinking the, the whole time, I was kind of in my jammies uh, listening to Kemp Pavelka yelling in, by myself in my apartment. But it's like, yeah, I, I thought about, getting out to the streets and the old days in the old days i'm old enough to remember uh when we tear down the goalposts and march them down o street so anyway (laughs) i I don't like that when i was in college speaking of bad time to be there not to bring back bad memories of football though i went to one away game every year um when i was in college and we lost every single one of them and they rushed and took the goalposts on every single one of them it was kansas it was missouri it was iowa state we lost oklahoma the big 12 so it, it was yeah, it's not fun to be on the opposite side of that. So yeah. it's cool to cool to be on the winning yeah. side. Yeah, uh, downtown Lincoln Association, um, and, and so in addition to uh, the new convention center that's it's popping up, uh, making progress, I should say. Uh, what are some other projects that you want to talk about before we bring Amy on here in the second half of the show to talk about uh, uh, the expanded footprint of uh, DLA? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but downtown is just physically growing, um, not only up, but out, um, you know, all the way out to 21st Street for us and Arena Drive to the west. And um, we have a lovely entrance into downtown with the Telegraph District and all the businesses that are um, kind of flourishing in that area and coming in. And um, again, having Open Harvest there will be huge. Um, we have a lot of businesses in there already that have done some great things. Um, again, the mill is always a beacon of um, um, 
good things to oh come for goodness. districts. Yeah. Um, well, they just continue to expand. I mean, they're new little yeah. uh, place uh, yes. in the old LES building. Yes, they're yeah. in the old, yeah, that's an active spot, so mm-hmm. that's great. And um, it, it's. It's good to see that. So for us downtown, it's so big that we really want to highlight each of those districts. I don't expect people to come either walk, drive, or park and go to all of downtown. So we really want to highlight what does each district have. And, um, you know, the Haymarket has its advantages. The core downtown blocks have their advantage. You have the south of downtown area, the Capital District, the Antelope Valley area, and and now the Telegraph District. And it's fun to see the businesses come together and say, hey, let's get together and figure out ways we can join to activate each of our district and highlight what we have to offer and I, it's it's happening i love that todd i love you know we're not new york city we're not a big city but but we are growing to the point where yes i think it is a smart marketing tool to uh identify uh emphasize and market those uh, different areas in our city like new york you've got the yeah. seven boroughs we know. got the boroughs so yeah. these are the mini boroughs what's telegraph district then um i don't know Bronx? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. But no, I just think that's, and you guys do such a great job with marketing and image. And, uh, you know, you've just got some really uh, graphic design of, of recognizable. Uh, identity uh, that I just really thank for visitors and and those of us uh, that live in the city. I think that's smart, continued marketing uh, for our city. Well, I appreciate that. I agree. Uh, We just want to make it simple for people. You know, a brand's only as good as its product, and we have amazing product downtown. uh, I'll highlight it any day. Absolutely. Um, I uh, I saw this, and I think it was Gro Lincoln uh, uh, did this uh, little survey. Uh, We had 21 restaurants close in 23, but we had 24 open. And so, and I know some of those casualties and maybe some of the um, pluses were in, in downtown. And um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we continued, and, that, and that's not unusual for restaurants to come and go. No, and in, in, in any environment. And with any- COVID and some other factors, it kind of sped up some trends, and we're on to a new generation of uh, what I call the experiential economy. And we have creators, we have makers, we have artists, and you're going to start seeing new concepts pop up and um, a different kind of uh, activity in every different area. And that's what we're starting to see downtown, too, is um, this is a place where if you have a business idea, do it downtown. Like This is a place to do it, and this is where people want to be entertained. This is where they want to see things that are created, and we have a lot of creative people coming in, and that's who we encourage to come in more than anything, is you have cool concepts, hey, bring it downtown. This is this is where you're going to be supported. You're going to be having collisions with other people who have other great ideas, and, and you know, you're in the co-working space. You, you know what that means. Absolutely. It's, it's been really awesome to see, so I'm really looking forward to I, I want it to go even faster. I want more more and more, but especially different types of businesses. I don't want to pick and choose which ones are the best, but if you have a unique concept, then you're the best at that concept. That's what I love. I know what I was going to ask in a short uh, minute or so here before we have to take our break. Uh, what's Is there an update on the music district? Yeah, so um, we are well on our way of kind of the first major project, which is uh, what right now we're calling the Music Box, and uh, the Eagle Garage on 14th and N, we're going to be creating that into a um, practice uh, 
venue um, for um, musicians and encourage young musicians, whether they're in high school, college, or starters, or people that have a little more experience, and be an incubator and have them a spot. And that's what the music district's all about. Let's let's curate all of our musicians. Awesome. I look forward to that. Well, folks, uh, come on back after you listen to a little news and weather and get all caught up with that. And we'll be back after these messages and news on 1499.3 KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition of the show, the Lincoln Business Roundtable, where every Thursday we invite the people who make a difference in our business community, the thought leaders, the movers, the shakers, the Todd Ogdens of the world. Say and Todd. <laughs> um, but a, just a reminder if you're not following us on X and Facebook, then you're missing out on seeing pictures of our guests. And um, so, anyway, check that out. And, uh, and I'll remind you if you miss anything, you can always find us on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like, or just go to klan.com and scroll down on Dan Parsons' page and you can find the episode you're looking for. Uh, Hey, it's the end of the week already tomorrow, and uh, let me tell you what's coming up on the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, it's the return of dating over 50. That's what we're doing with Dr. Trey Thompson. Uh, so that it's the third episode of Dating Over 50, and we've got a very special guest tomorrow, uh, uh, Paige Dempsey, who is a certified dating and relationship coach. So yeah. After two episodes of the dudes uh, stumbling around of talking about dating over 50, we're finally going to get a a female perspective. So you don't have to be over 50. You don't have to be single. uh, But join us tomorrow afternoon for the Friday Afternoon Club and dating over 50 with uh, Dr. Trey, who's a psychologist, and, of course, Chef Kevin and... and, uh, and a, and a dating and relationship coach. So anyway, tune in for that. But we are back with Mr. Todd Ogden and our special guests, Amy Tabor and Rania, uh, who is the marketing coordinator of, uh, of, co-op, uh, of Open Harvest Co-op Grocery. And, of course, Amy, uh, I think a lot of our listeners know, is the general manager of Open Harvest. Amy, welcome back. It's so good to see you. It's so good to be here. Yeah. I feel like we just had a conversation, and here we are seven months later. It's so cool. Yeah, you were <laughs> actually one of my first guests. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I've only been doing this for, Johnny, how long have been doing this? Eight months or so. Uh, something like that. Anyway, Johnny doesn't have a mic because we've got a whole... Uh, I just told Todd's mic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just almost eight and a half months. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're my timekeeper. But uh, but anyway, uh, Amy and Rania, uh, remind us... Uh, well, first of all, Amy, remind our listeners a little bit about your background, and, uh, and, then, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So I've been general manager of Open Harvest for about seven years. Wow. Um, it has been a whirlwind of from the time that I started to where we are right now. Um, you know, and it's 
never thought I would work in a grocery store, but my gosh, it's like my dream job. So um, every day is different, and you're serving out serving the community and connecting people with local food businesses and farmers. It's just, it's really great. All the people are just wonderful to work with. And the big news is that you're getting ready to, and we'll, we'll get into the more details here, yeah. but you're getting ready for your grand opening of the brand new, brand spanking new Open Harvest. Yes, we are. We're moving locations. We have, you know, we've been in business for four, over 48 wow. years. We have been on the South Street um, location for over 30 and so, yeah, we're getting ready to pack up and move about a mile and a half north and to our brand new store in the Telegraph District. Yeah, in, yeah. in, in the expanded uh, territory of Downtown Lincoln Association. That's Todd, you and I have talked about this, and, and Amy, we've talked about this, but uh, it's so exciting to see uh, what DLA is doing in our community. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, we're we're just excited to have Open Harvest. Uh, you know, I've been downtown for a long time. Uh, you know, 15 years ago, we did like this business survey and uh, resident survey, and they wouldn't let me out of the building until I agreed that we'd try to get a grocery store downtown. So the idea <laughs> of, you know, having grocery stores at the bookends of our east and west part of downtown yes. is huge. Yes. So I better not hear that ever again, because we have <laughs> top-of-the-line grocery stores downtown and couldn't be more excited. Um, Rania, a marketing coordinator for uh, Open Harvest, uh, Give us a little background. How long have you been with Open Harvest? So, actually, in a few weeks is going to be my year. Nice, yeah. nice. Exciting. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Um, I have been doing it for about 11 months now. I love it. I have, we really have a great team there. Everybody's very great to work with, and I'm really excited for the mm. move. You do have a great team. Everybody that's a member and come, I mean, you know everybody, and everybody knows each other, and it's just a, a great environment. So, and and I I gave you a compliment uh, to to Amy as I said, well, you absolutely are the marketing coordinator because you were doing some photographs <laughs> of you two of you on the mic. So that's that's what I like to being in the public relations and marketing myself. I know it when I see it. So anyway. <laughs> Well, Amy, maybe tell our remind our listeners the concept of a co-op grocery. Yeah, so uh, co-op, you know, cooperative business model does, you know, for us, it's we're a food co-op or a grocery store, but it really is a business model that applies to a lot of different businesses, um, and so. Uh, you know, we're a grocery store. We are full service. We have a deli. We have um, produce and wellness items. Um, but the idea is the ownership lies with the people that shop there. Um, our staff, our members, and our owners, our customers, our owners. We have vendors that are owners. And so, um, you know, when we get telemarketers that are like, who do I, can I need to talk to the owner? I'm like, which of the 3,000 people would you like to talk to? It's kind of a nice tactic to get rid of them sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's cooperation. So pooling resources to um, meet a need. And for us, it's finding you know good uh, food in the, for the community um, is why we exist. And uh, even in this project itself, it's how we raised funds to be able to do this. So, you know, we went to our members and said, we, we need to move, we need money to do it. And man, did they show up. So it's been really, really awesome to be part of this historic project for, for Open Harvest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Todd, talk a little bit about, uh, the, uh, the Telegraph District, and how that is just exploding, yeah. and especially now with an anchor grocery store. 
It is, and it's soon it, to be. It's a great entrance into downtown, I mean, especially you know when Antelope Valley was redeveloped, and you have that bridge over there and crossing the creek, and now not mm-hmm. only just having an entrance, but having places to go in that entrance is huge. And every business that's gone in there is just really taken upon themselves to have dynamic service and product and they're just great personalities and it's really cool to see when districts develop an identity and open harvest fits that identity of the district so well and to be able to have people congregate into the district to whether they're going grocery shopping or they need a vegan burger or they need to get some coffee or go to a restaurant like it's just it's really fun to see it grow and i love how each of these unique districts have their niche and you can really start to see how that niche is growing it really is uh ranya maybe uh you could uh tell our listeners uh where the location is and uh, the best way that i've explained to people i think most people uh know where the mill is there that footprint and so you're just uh on the other end of that correct Yes, correct. So if you've ever been to the mill on 21st, South 21st, we are just on the other side, and we're going to be sharing that parking lot uh, to the mill listeners. Uh, We were going to need the space, but (laughs) (laughs) we will be right there uh, across from all those apartments, too. So it's a great location. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Amy, you just, I'm sure you've, I know you've just been salivating because (laughs) you've, you, because it was, once you made the decision that you were going to move from that South Street location, then it's like, okay, now where? where? Yeah, that was yeah, that was just the big question for a long, long time, you know. And it's you know, you can't drop a grocery store in too many places. There's a lot of of needs that we have in terms of parking and being able to receive freight and all sorts of the size and you know, of course, can we put our equipment in there? Um, and so. And we knew from our members that they didn't want us to go very far. You know, we've, we started on 27th and Randolph. We moved to South Street, and so we've always served kind of the core of Lincoln yep. and downtown area. So, you know, they certainly didn't want to see us going way too far south or, you know, too much from that. So um, being able, and we looked at several sites in the Telegraph District, and this was the last one, and it was, you know, it checked a lot of boxes, and we were able to to make it work and so um you know from the time that i was riding my bike down antelope valley and like just dreaming like oh this would be so great um and then just every step that we've gotten where you know now we're only 27 days out Mm -hmm. um it's just been an incredible kind of you know fruition of of I think where Open Harvest is really truly meant to be. So what's what's left to do in those twenty seven days? Oh <laughs> no, man, <laughs> I can't imagine. I do can't we have imagine. another fifteen minutes? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, we are just wrapping up construction. Um, we. Do you want to mention your? Uh, uh, yeah, Hampton yes, has been wonderful. Hampton yes. Enterprises is our construction team. Uh, really awesome. Uh, so yeah, wrapping that up. You know, passing inspections. Um, all of our equipment is here. It just needs to be set. And then it really is, you know, getting all our smallwares together and all the product in and then selling down our, our product in our old store and closing the doors. And we will be closing the doors on uh, February 3rd at 5 o'clock. It's a Saturday. And then reopening them, open for business on Wednesday, February 7th at 11 a.m. Wow. that That's 
that's a lot of work in yeah. a few days. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. Well, uh, let's take this little break, and when we come back, uh, let's talk about that grand opening. Let's talk about some of the foods and drinks and, uh, and things that you feature. And, uh, yeah, come on back after this short break. Uh, we'll be back with Todd Ogden, Rania, and Amy Tabor. Come on back. Listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Hey, well, welcome back. We're glad you stuck around on this uh, another impending snowstorm coming up here in the capital city. So hunker down. Uh, I don't think they've called off school yet. Does anybody know? Uh, Maybe the Cal- I think the Catholic schools did. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm looking right now. I, I don't have it um, on pins and needles right here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because they've only been back a day. I know. It was hard, though, Dan and my family. Oh, my goodness, Amy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine. I remember those days. It's like, okay, kids, you're finally going back to school. Uh, (laughs) Nope, you're not going back to school. Not one day, but two days. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, that was Monday and Tuesday. They were back yesterday Mm -hmm. and today. So, two days. Yeah. And so, maybe not Maybe not Friday. And then they're off Monday. And then they're off Monday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, MLK. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, parents, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, buckle up. <laughs> buckle up, buttercups. Well, at least there'll be something for them to do, to go out and play in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, welcome back. Uh, we're visiting with Todd Ogden, president and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association, and our very special guest, Amy Tabor, uh, the general manager of Open Harvest Co-op Grocery, and Rania, uh, who is the marketing coordinator for Open Harvest. And, uh, and we're talking about the exciting news of their... Uh, new location uh, in the uh, Telegraph District, and and so um, uh, and and so remind our listeners again uh, when the opening is and some of the opening activities. All right, either so, of you. Yeah. So our official open date is February seventh at eleven a.m. and everyone is welcome to come and start shopping from there. But we are going to celebrate February 29th also at 11 a.m., and that's going to be our grand opening celebration. Nice. So we're going to have the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce there doing a celebratory ribbon cutting, and we will also have some local vendors doing some samples and offering some product demos. And our first 100 customers will receive an exclusive goodie bag. Um, Me and the wellness coordinator have really been working hard to get some fun little goodies in there. Nice, nice. So, yeah, save the date, February 29th for the grand opening. Okay. Well, we'll make sure you remind me. (laughs) Oh, I will. I'll make sure that I remind our listeners. (laughs) And one of the important things, you don't have to be a member to come and shop. No, no. We're open to everyone. So, yeah, you definitely do not have to be a member. And because so many people were part of this project from... Um, you know, our national group, which helped consult on the project, to our architects and interior designs, and then everybody who donated, invested, and just people who shopped and supported and shared, you know, about the project. Um, it's We're expecting a big, big, big crowd for, for both of these important days. Hey, we've got a caller. Anna, you, you uh, want to share some memories of Open Harvest. First of all, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in, Anna. Yeah, I remember going to Open Harvest when it was on 27th Street almost 50 years ago. Wow. It was just a little dinky place. I don't think it had air conditioning because they always just propped the doors open. It was kind of smelly and there was flies all over everything. But, you know, it was was anti-establishment and we thought that was the coolest thing. 
<laughs> and then over the years, you know, as they got over on South Street, then that was a place where we could get vegetarian good food, and and we've always enjoyed it and look forward to their new digs. Very good, Anna. Thank you, Anna. That's great, great memories to share. Yeah, thank you, Anna. Thank you very much. That That is cool. Yeah, 50, well, nearly 50 years nearly ago, right? 50. You said 48. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so, my goodness, yeah. I, I love that. Kind of the counterculture. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so we're clearing out our current store, right? And so, you know, we have squirreled away some pretty interesting things. Um, I have some, you know, typed notes from board board meetings from 1977. And you talk about anti-establishment. Yes, it was very interesting, the things that came up in these well, meetings. Well, back in the 70s. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, the anti-Vietnam and uh, the hippie era. And, uh, you know, even though we're in the middle of the country, yeah, some of that trickled trickled over to us and so yeah well that those are good memories Anna thank you for sharing that well uh, talk a little bit about some of your products because I know you have an emphasis on local products and uh, yeah yes so um, yes local is a huge part of of what we do Uh, we we work with uh, anywhere between 65 70 different local vendors throughout the year Um, many of them are seasonal but we do have local products on our shelves year-round organic is a big thing affordable products Um, uh, we have great deals with our co-op basics and co-op deals flyers that cycle out just like any other grocery store sales cycles Um, and then you know we have an awesome deli which we're very excited about Um, the deli we're going to be bringing some of the favorites like made to order uh, burritos and sandwiches and pizzas and things like that Um, but then we'll be adding some new things as well because we know that there's going to be a hot crowd for lunch you know ready need to turn those customers very quickly so they can get back to work or back to school and so we'll have things that are ready to go Um, you know many of them are many are made from scratch in our deli and bakery so Nice, nice. Yeah. And you have a liquor license. Yes, we do. <laughs> That's one of the reasons we first met, <laughs> uh, as is, I recall. Yes. Um, so, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. exciting. We're actually in right in the middle of, of our product selection for, for our beer and wine section mm-hmm. right now, right as we speak. We need yeah. to wrap it up by, by the end of next week. So, <laughs> Todd, yeah. any, any requests? Yeah, any requests, Todd? I mean, do you know anybody at Zipline, or do you have any other? <laughs> I might know a few people there. <laughs> uh, for transparency, uh, uh, Amy's brother, uh, Marcus, is uh, one of the co-owners of uh, Zipline Brewing. So I, I remember the day that uh, when you guys were on my podcast, yeah. uh, Pines and Politics. And it popped up in my Facebook memories recently. Yeah, yep. look at that. Mm-hmm. Well, in the photo that I placed on the Dan Parsons uh, show, Twitter, and or X, and Facebook, is is a picture of you at a microphone at uh, at the podcast. So anyway, those were fun days. Yes. Yeah. So I I still do a podcast. People ask me, whatever happened to that podcast? I still do one. It's just every day. Right. And it's, it's <laughs> initially broadcast over the air, and then we put it up on the podcast, and people can listen early, later. So anyway. But yes, uh, a full-service grocery store. Mm-hmm. Full-service, yep. Uh, Rania, any uh, any things that you're really looking forward to? It sounds like the goodie bag thing is, man, that, that's that's a fun project. Yeah, we have been putting a lot of work into that. Uh, we're really excited. So I'm hoping there's a line of people waiting at the door. Nice. So we'll see. Um, besides that, I'm just really excited to see everybody's reactions to the new store. Um, we've been putting a lot of work into it, especially Amy. So I'm really excited for everybody to see 
all the hard work we well, what's do. it like marketing a co-op grocery because that's it's unique right it, it's uh, it really and, is. and here we have callers and listeners remembering nearly 50 year history mm -hmm. uh, of this uh, landmark institution here in our community so that that must from a marketing standpoint that must give you a lot of opportunities to go wild <laughs> I think it I think it does I'm not really used to having so much to market because I mean when it comes to a grocery store you can only imagine all the products and the sales and everything that we have that we can talk about but especially with a cooperative grocery store there's so much behind it so many values and so much that goes into it um, we also have a bunch of our like uh, biannual member drives those are really fun to promote so I think from a marketing standpoint, I have a lot of fun, and I really do love doing Good. it. Good. Well, it's such a delight to meet you. Thanks for, for coming into the yes, station on us. this cold day. And um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Todd, final thoughts before I kick it to Amy for her last thoughts. Yeah, just our maintenance crews down the street. So if you need help with uh, your landscaping, <laughs> your benches, or yeah, anything you need, we'll be here to help support it. All right. That sounds nice. great. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, remind our listeners, Amy, when you open. Yes. So we are opening our doors February 7th at 11 a.m. And our grand opening will be uh, February 29th, which is a Thursday, also at 11 a.m. And we would love to see all of your listeners there. Absolutely. All right. Well, Amy, Rania, Todd, thanks for being here in the studio. I appreciate it so yeah. much. Folks, that's the show. Enjoy your evening. Uh, brave the cold weather. And now go do good things. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>